Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Budget recommendations does Maryland's outgoing governor have for the new guy? The Senate votes to ban TikTok from federal government devices, but even if the bill becomes law, should more be done to protect national security? We'll talk about that at 9:10. Twitter banning some prominent journalists. 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Wall Street reacted to recent economic news with a big sell-off today. I'm Tom Foti. How bad a day was it on Wall Street? Well, for the Dow, a drop of 764 points or more than 2%. Its worst day in three months. Analyst Michael Farr with Farr, Miller & Washington. Retail sales came in lower than expected. That disappointed Wall Street, hoping to have a really good Christmas season. Also a factor, that latest interest rate hike by the Fed. Just coming in, a U.S. Senate bill to fund the government for another week, giving lawmakers enough time to pass a full-year measure and avoid a government shutdown, has secured enough votes to pass. Earlier, the Senate passed a bill to rescind the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for members of the U.S. military and provide nearly $858 billion for national defense. It now heads to President Biden for his signature. Snow falling in the Midwest heads east, with the Northeast now bracing for a winter weather mix. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. When you have the wind event coupled with this, whether it's the rain downstate or snow upstate, that's when you have the vulnerable situation where power lines can come down. They're surveying the damage in the south and trying to pick up the pieces after tornadoes killed at least three people in Louisiana. The latest from CBS's Elise Preston in Marrero, just outside of New Orleans. I have nothing. Just hurts to see everything that she worked so hard for, just in the matter of seconds, just had all disintegrate. In less than 10 minutes. Margarita Lopez and her son Manny had just seconds to take cover in their hallway as the tornado hit. The tornado took their roof and shattered most windows. They had just bounced back from Hurricane Ida last year. I have faith, I do believe, and I'm going to manage. Five Louisiana law enforcement officers have been charged with state crimes in the deadly 2019 arrest of black motorist Ronald Green. Police initially blamed his death on a car crash at the end of a high-speed chase in rural northeast Louisiana. But body camera video showed white officers beating, stunning, and dragging Green as he pleaded for mercy. These are the first charges to emerge from Green's death. Family members of those who died in the Uvalde, Texas school shooting appear on Capitol Hill at a hearing examining gun violence. CBS's Skylar Henry has more. Committee members on both sides of the aisle stuck to their gun control talking points. Without an assault weapons ban, more people will die. And if we're not going to ban them, then law enforcement must be trained to confront these weapons of war. There's only one solution for my friends across the aisle, that is to emasculate the Second Amendment and remove guns from legal, lawful, law-abiding citizens. The European Central Bank slows rate hikes, but vows more are ahead. This is CBS News. This fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed for recent Omicron variants. Learn more and schedule your updated boosters at vaccines.gov. 903, Thursday evening, December 15th, 2022. 45 degrees, lows upper 30s to mid 40s.
Good evening to you. I'm Michelle Bash. The top local story we're following is new this hour. Charges have been filed in connection with the discovery of a decomposing body at the apartment of a murder suspect. 31-year-old Tori Moore of Silver Spring now charged with first-degree murder for the death of 26-year-old Denise Middleton. Montgomery County police believe Moore killed her sometime in October. She had been shot several times. And because Middleton was pregnant with a child that the chief medical examiner determined would have lived if she had given birth at the time she died, Moore is also charged with first-degree murder for the death of a viable fetus. Middleton's body was found last week in the bedroom of Moore's apartment after he was arrested for shooting and killing a gas station clerk. Moore is being held without bond for shooting that clerk. We'll have more on this story as we get it here on WTOP. If you live in Virginia, are more tax cuts on the way? Tonight, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin proposed a billion more tax dollars, more dollars rather, in tax reductions. He says the proposal will make the Commonwealth more competitive with other states. We can do even more. Taxes are still too high. This round of $1 billion in cuts comes on top of $4 billion in tax relief already passed this year. The governor says even with a recession looming, the state can afford it. He wants a drop in the corporate tax rate from 6 to 5%, as well as lowering the income income tax rate by a quarter of a percent. He's also calling for an additional $2.6 billion in spending. Among the priorities, $427 million for education. COVID-19 pandemic exacerbated the learning loss. Some Democrats already pushing back, saying the cuts benefit corporations above those who need help most. Youngkin needs Democratic support to pass these budget amendments in the coming year. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Outgoing Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan is making some budget recommendations to incoming Democratic Governor Wes Moore at a time when the state has a big budget surplus. Hogan outlined highlights in his budget proposal to the governor-elect today. The surplus is worth roughly $2.5 billion. Maryland also has about $3 billion in its rainy day fund. Hogan's budget team has been working with the incoming administration on the budget for the next fiscal year. Moore will turn over his budget plan to the General Assembly on January 20th, two days after he takes office. The D.C. Council will likely make some big decisions next week about the future of the city's embattled housing authority. This following the release of that scathing report earlier this year by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Ahead of those council votes, a group is reacting to the plans on the table. From stories of rats running around to mold covering walls, the HUD report, which prompted action from D.C. lawmakers on conditions at D.C.'s public housing units, has resulted in emergency legislation, which will go for a vote next week. But the bill introduced by the city council chair, Phil Mendelson, and Mayor Muriel Bowser doesn't have the support of one group that helps D.C. residents find housing because the bill seeks to do away with the current D.C.H.A. board. He says the problem with this approach focusing on this board, like if they were the central problem, when really there's a host of problems and they all seem to you know, be centered with that executive staff and, and the staff in general. He does say another bill introduced by council members Alyssa Silverman and Brooke Pinto is more on the right track in his mind because it does leave room for community input. You can read more on this at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And responding to the comments, the mayor's office says in a statement that the administration believes the board needs a reset to better serve of its residents and the agency's mission. Coming up after traffic and weather here on WTOP, the possibility of a metro station in Georgetown has been talked about for years and years. We'll tell you why that talk has come up again. It's 9.07. What are you getting Ashley for Christmas? I'm still thinking jewelry, but my list is still long and time's getting short. It's easy. Dominion Jewelers. 
I thought they only had custom jewelry. They are amazing at custom design, but also have a gorgeous selection of bracelets, earrings, and other unique handcrafted jewelry. The best part is the perfect gift is ready to wrap today. Handcrafted custom design jewelry. Dominion Jewelers. In the heart of Falls Church, we make it beautiful, you make it yours. By appointment only. Energy costs are up. So are carbon emissions. But with healthy insulation systems, you can save big and reverse the impact of global warming. Hi, I'm Brian Cavey with Insulators and Allied Workers Local 24. Operating a commercial property means saving money and the environment. By replacing or improving your mechanical insulation systems, Local 24 can cut costs and reduce carbon emissions. So contact us today at insulators24.org. Save big and go green with Insulators Local 24, the energy efficiency union. 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still cleaning up the serious crash. Westbound 100. All traffic still being diverted at I-97. Your only choice is to go south if you go beyond the exit for northbound. So keep that in mind. If you don't want to go south on I-97, self-divert to go north on I-97 or just avoid it altogether. Uh, as a result of the closure of 100 westbound, eastbound 100, though, the lanes are open. A little bit of a slowdown for folks slowing down to take a look at all the activity. But, again, you are able to get by. Up in Laurel, on the Anne Arundel County side of Laurel, 198 closed between Old Portland Road and Center Avenue. That as a result of multiple downed trees from the storms. Uh, so, again, just be aware you will not be able to continue through on 198. Uh, east of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Now, uh, down in southern Maryland and St. Mary's County, Maddox Road, Maryland, 238 shut down just south of the traffic circle with Bud's Creek Road, that due to flooding. Also, a couple of closures in northern Virginia as a result of flooding. Lawyers Road have been closed east of Hunter Mill Road. Old Courthouse Road in Vienna closed uh, near Besley Road. Again, that's due to flooding. And then Burke Lake Road was closed each way between 123 and Kilkenny Lane. That also due to flooding as well. We did speak with the Woodrow Wilson Bridge folks. They have one opening scheduled for tonight at 11 p.m. for a large ship to go underneath the bridge. So be aware, at about 11 o'clock, traffic will be stopped. And it usually takes about 20 to 25 minutes for a large vessel to go uh, underneath the bridge and then for them to safely close the drawbridge bridge again. So plan ahead for that. Again, that's at 11 o'clock tonight at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Bennerman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force, Amelia Draper. A rainy day turning into a rainy night. Showers will taper off late tonight with cloudy skies remaining and lows in the upper 30s to mid 40s. Clouds will give way to sun tomorrow on your Friday. Overall, a nice December day. Highs in the mid to upper 40s. Bit of a breeze out there. Definitely a chill in the air, but... You would expect that for December as you look to the weekend. Plenty of sunshine, still a bit breezy, but cold. High Saturday in the low to mid 40s. Sunday, we warm to near 40 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And checking radar, the areas seeing the most rain at this point are uh, Damascus, for instance, Frederick, Clarksburg. Um, it is dissipating and, and moving to the east and out of our area. Right now we have 48 degrees in College Park, 38 in Fairfax, 48 on the National Mall. Lows tonight, upper 30s to mid-40s. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. With the Silver Line extension up and running, what could be next on the agenda for Metro? 
How about a station near National Harbor or in Georgetown? Recent comments from Metro GM Randy Clark say federal dollars seem to indicate that the federal funds needed to get these projects underway may finally be available. But before a blue line loop to National Harbor could become a reality, NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss says new developments are first needed at Roslyn Station. The Roslyn Station right now, as it is, is becoming way too crowded trying to get the silver, orange, and blue lines all through there at the same time. So metro planners are realizing that if they want to unlock what is the bottleneck of the metro system, the Roslyn Station, they're going to have to build another tunnel under the Potomac in that area at some point. That is NBC4 transportation reporter and WTOP alum Adam Tuss. Today, the Senate unanimously approved a bill that would ban TikTok from use on government phones and devices. It's in response to security concerns about the Chinese-owned app. Thirteen states, including Maryland, already ban it from state government use. Josh School is a former executive assistant director for the FBI. He joined Sean and Hillary earlier with more. Well, TikTok is different in the sense that it is owned by a parent company located in Beijing, China. And China's national security laws vary greatly from U.S. security laws. And they mandate a company to comply with China's government. U.S. laws do not. So in your view, are there any other measures the government should take? Now, we know it isn't a done deal yet, but assuming it goes through, are there any other measures the government should take against TikTok? Well, I think this is a very good first step, and and hopefully it passes from the floor and goes to uh, President Biden for signature. I think it's a first step, though. I think in totality, you have to look at the technological threat that China poses to the United States and determine whether TikTok remains that threat. I believe it does. So talk about this risk on a on a broader scale, not just of TikTok, but of any other company that could be similar. How do you see this moving through? So... TikTok, like many social media apps, looks at their algorithms, look at what what information you're searching, how to push your information. In TikTok, they're looking at your locational data, your contacts, what Wi-Fi you're on, all of that. Now, if you were thinking about that in comparison to something like Meta or Facebook, think about in the sense that Meta working for the CIA or NSA, how powerful that would be, and then put it in the hands of the Chinese government. Extremely powerful uh, and extremely risky for our national security. Any final thoughts you want to leave us with? I think that this is a great first step for the Senate, and I believe that it's a good step for protecting our national security, but there's more to be done. That's Josh School, a former executive assistant director for the FBI. Coming up on WTOP, Caps sharing the ice with the Dallas Stars at Capital One Arena. Is it going to be a history-making night again for Ovi? 914. Now the small business buzz packaged by the UPS store. Despite the online retail giants and big box stores, consumers will spend an estimated 40% of their holiday shopping budget at small businesses. A total of $88 billion. Intuit QuickBooks says small businesses are projected to hold 70% more revenue this year than last holiday season. And it says it makes this the perfect time for small business owners to lean heavily into their holiday marketing campaigns and a good time to launch a new product. I'm Jeff Clable. At the UPS Store, we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable. So if you need printing, we'll be the printing store. I need help printing brochures. My at-home printer became self-aware. Of course. The UPS Store can print. Wait, you said self-aware? Yeah. One day it was saying it was low on ink, and the next it was saying it wanted to rule the world. Weird. Well, whatever you need, we've got you covered. The UPS Store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our printing services. 
the UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now rub wood fork. All right, the Capitals in just a two-minute span fall behind the Stars 2-1 to one in the third period of a game. They uh, took a one nothing lead on Connor Sheary's goal in the second period, but just seconds into the third, Jamie Benn scores on the power play. Two minutes later, Colin Miller puts Dallas ahead for the first time. Charlie Lindgren, 22 saves in net. Needs to stand up strong here, though. Uh, down the stretch, maybe a good spot for Alex Ovechkin to score his historic 801st goal. I don't know, just saying. Mm. Thursday night football in Seattle, the 49ers leading the Seahawks 7 nothing in the second quarter. Brock Purdy with a touchdown pass to George Kittle. And uh, bear in mind the San Francisco uh, victory, uh, if they get one, would uh, clinch them the NFC West title, and it helps Washington in its wild card playoff bid. And speaking of the commanders, they were back at practice. The only non-participant was Sadiq Charles on a banged-up offensive line that also had Andrew Norwell limited and Wes Schweitzer sliding from guard over to become the sixth different starter at center. The top two running backs, Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson Jr., limited with leg ailments, and Dave Preston said in the D.C. Sports Huddle this week. You hate to see the offense run dry. Taylor's been able to make a lot of plays behind a makeshift offensive line. He's, they've been able to make the whole of this offense equal more than the sum of its parts. And you're worried that, gosh, you know, is, is this where things finally crater? Oh, we break down the matchup with the Giants, rant further about tie games in the NFL, and discuss whether it's time to worry about the Terps. In this week's DC Sports Huddle, it's on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob, it's 917. It's been about a month since three people were killed, two others hurt, in a shooting at the University of Virginia. And tonight, the parents of one victim speak out for the first time. We're asking the college football world to stand with us. Sean Perry is Deshaun Perry's father, advocating against gun violence and for help with mental health. They have a huge platform. They can stand with us with sensitive gun laws, make make a statement and just let them know that they're behind us. Just give a voice to your voice. There, there are thousands of voices out there. The Perry family's attorney says any potential lawsuit over what happened awaits the conclusion of an investigation by the state. Christy King, WTOP News. And the top stories we're following for you this hour. This is new tonight. The Senate now reportedly has enough votes to pass a continuing resolution and avert a government shutdown at the end of this week. A new plan is out to stop at least some of those deadly shootings that have been happening in D.C. We'll have details on that. And the search is on for suspects in a home invasion robbery near Capitol Hill by men posing as FBI agents in tactical gear. Stay with WTOP with more on these top stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, still dealing with the crash uh, in Anne Arundel County, 100 westbound. As you approach uh, uh, Maryland, uh, um, I-97, I should say, 100 westbound there, I-97. The crash just beyond the interchange. They have been diverting folks to go south of 997. Uh, seeing a lot of lights there. They may have opened up the left lane, but not 100% sure of that. So be careful if you're headed over that way. And it does appear that you're still being diverted to southbound I-97. So they still have it coned off so you cannot continue through as a result of a serious crash, which occurred a little over uh, just about two hours ago. So they continue clean up there. Now, if you're traveling... Uh, in Anne Arundel County up in North Laurel, 
Laurel Fort Meade Road, 198, closed between Old Portland Road and Center Avenue. This is to the east of the Baltimore Washington Parkway. That due to multiple downed trees, that's going to be closed for the foreseeable future. Now, a Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, as of late, without issue. I-95, the Baltimore Washington Parkway, 270. Despite the wet weather moving along pretty well, there's still some lingering delays on the parkway headed north of 197 uh, toward 32 and actually a little bit on the southbound side as well. But it could just be a combination of rain and fog because it is uh, pretty da- uh, pretty nasty out there right now. So please be careful. Uh, 95 in Virginia looking good between the Beltway and Fredericksburg. 395 north clearing out headed into the district. 66 as of late, no issues headed west toward the Beltway and even west of the Beltway as far west as Haymarket. Nothing in your way. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. Scattered showers will continue to impact the area when it's all said and done. We'll pick up close to two inches of rain from the storm system today. That also brought pockets of freezing rain north and west of the D.C. metro, mainly during the morning hours. Now, as the rain tapers off, cloudy skies remain with lows tonight in the upper 30s to mid 40s. Highs tomorrow in the mid to upper 40s with increasing sunshine and a bit of a breeze. Dry but cold over the weekend. Low to mid 40s on Saturday. Near 40 on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 45 in Rockville, 39 in Ashburn, 47 in District Heights. Lows tonight, upper 30s to mid 40s. The weather brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, the real estate market in 2023. What might it be like? It's 921. Here's Ross Ford, an IT specialist for InfoSec at the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency on Federal Insights, sponsored by Okta. Cloud services are certainly everywhere, and at CISA we use cloud-hosted services ourselves, right? The program I mentioned, the CDM program, we have a couple of different services that we operate as shared services, and they didn't start off on the cloud, but they moved to the cloud now. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Okta. The executive order on cybersecurity is a big step towards securing our nation through zero trust. It starts with identity, and Okta leads the way with a modern FedRAMP authorized identity cloud that supports NIST, CISA, and other zero trust standards. Okta centralizes identity and access, delivers strong multi-factor authentication, and integrates all your technologies with a vendor-neutral approach. Learn more at okta.com forward slash fedzerotrust. That's O-K-T-A dot com slash fedzerotrust. 922. Hi, Melanie Funkhauser here from Fair Oaks. And during the Big Finish sales event, drive a new 23 hybrid Wrangler 4xe at our lowest price of the year. Plus, get a $7,500 tax credit at Fair Oaks Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Hurry, tax credit ends December 31st. Fair Oaks has the largest selection of Wrangler 4xe's in stock and ready to go. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. See dealer for full details. Ah, holiday get-together. So many things to look forward to. Pass the squash. I'm trying to eat more vegetables. No, actually, squash is a fruit. It's a vegetable, like green beans. Well, beans are a legume. What are you, the vegetable police? Look, I'm just saying that because... But to those who can always find the silver lining, give the gift of joy. Holiday scratchers from D.C. Lottery, like Peppermint Payout, Merry Money Multiplier, and Festive 500s, with over $1 million in total cash prizes. Just try to be accurate around here. Please play responsibly.
This is WTOP News. 923. By now, you've probably heard that the Federal Reserve has raised its benchmark interest rate for the seventh time this year. The Fed's rate-setting committee hiked the benchmark rate by half a percentage point yesterday. It's, of course, all part of the Fed's effort to suppress inflation. So what does that mean for your money? CBS Money Watch reporter Amy Peakey puts the latest increase in simpler terms for us. Another way to think of it is every quarter of a percentage point increase adds an extra $25 a year in interest on $10,000 in debt. So, so far we've had 4.25 percentage point increases. So that's an additional $425 in interest for each $10,000 in debt. In a statement, the Fed said the economy is seeing modest growth and that inflation remains elevated. Interest rates are expected to keep going up, but likely more slowly than they did this year. As the new year approaches, some people might be thinking about a new home, and we're learning what to expect for the real estate market in Northern Virginia. We're probably nowhere near to getting back to 2.5% 15-year mortgages, says Terry Clower of the George Mason University Center for Regional Analysis. And it's going to take some time for people that are in the market to just get adjusted to that new reality. He told the Northern Virginia Association of Realtors panel that he expects mortgage rates will be between 6 and 6 0.75%. Clower says demand will remain high, but inventory is expected to drop 19%. And a lot of that's going to be folks that have that really cheap mortgage aren't going to want to sell. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A Maryland hunting group has hunger in its targets. It wants to help feed those who don't have very much. As WTOP's John Doman reports, even non-hunters can help out. The Maryland-based Farmers and Hunters Feeding the Hungry is launching the Hunt Down Hunger campaign for the holiday season. If you're a hunter... They have the opportunity to donate a legally harvested and tagged and field-dressed deer to a participating butcher shop where it will be processed and then the meat packaged and distributed to a food bank or a food pantry in that community. Josh Wilson, the executive director of Farmers and Hunters Feeding the Hungry, says that butchers throughout Maryland and Virginia will do just that. If you're not a hunter, well, you can still donate financially because someone has to pay the butchers to get that meat ready for donation. And that averages usually around $65 per deer, uh, in some places even higher. The average deer provides 40 pounds of lean meat for food pantries. John Dome in WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Steve Dresner. Thursday featured losses across the board on Wall Street. The Dow fell 764, lost 2.2%. The S&P 500 was off 99, and the NASDAQ lost 3.2% or down 360. For those around the DMV who are PNC Bank customers, you're going to find fewer branches to bank at in the next few months. PNC does plan to close 32 branches in over 10 states and a total of 77 branches nationwide. Many of these closures involve smaller branches located within grocery stores, such as giant-owned properties. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Stocks also looking ugly in Asia today. The Nikkei now down more than one and a half percent. And still ahead on WTOP after traffic and weather, more encouraging news. This regarding the possible government shutdown. We'll tell you about it. 926. Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Innova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, Screens for common cancers, including lung, skin, prostate. Start a journey, not a fad. 
Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.